0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbalay, and today an excerpt from Chapter 4 of Field of Chaos, The Jungle Section. He had no real indication of the events that were occurring anywhere. The first morning, about 11am, Andrew staggered the long walk to the General Store. The shop had a sign outside that said, The Jungle General Store, in small script, and cold beer, in four times the size script. One could expect to pay two and a half times on the capital prices, Yet he bought some candles, a bottle of brand name cola, a package of chocolate edibles. Andrew must have been sick. He stayed under the alcoves of the general store, ate the chocolate, drank the brand name cola, and began writing a text for the Underground Survival Guide about death threats. Andrew returned to the caravan with a set of candles. Mawson's caravan had limited 12-volt power that only served one globe in the place. Candles were really needed. And a unit of beef fat that he thought was butter. He was delirious. Andrew returned to the caravan and passed out for about four hours. When he awoke, Andrew desperately tried to find some fresh water. He was so feverish he staggered and fell, bruising up and down his torso, arms and legs. Eventually he got the water and took two aspirin, passed out and woke up about two hours later with a wonderful fever headache that meant he couldn't sleep. Andrew had never experienced real physical isolation. Intellectual isolation was a familiar friend. Emotional isolation and Andrew had partied into the early morning every Friday night for many years, but thanks to Andrew's high fever and lack of water and food, over the next couple of days he saw his friends returning many times. He was delirious, and when this was not occurring he wrote letters. The caravan was located at one of the highest cleared points in all the jungle. From the vantage point in the caravan, Andrew could look down to the ocean. On a clear day, he could see down to the ocean. However, due to the humidity, typically, he could only see the valley and near mountaintop further on the way down towards the ocean. It was unclear how long the caravan had been in place. It was a two-bedroom caravan, although the sleeping quarters Gordon picked was directly open to the main entrance. Andrew's sleeping quarters were nominally behind a door, but that had been removed long ago, and in its place a blue curtain hung. The caravan had been occupied some time before, based on the expiry dates on the food present. It had been vacant for at least a year. The previous occupant had left a number of photocopied Escher pictures that provided small vignettes into the possibilities of who had lived there prior. Gordon and Andrew carried their own pillows, clothes, reading material and sleeping bags. On the second afternoon, Andrew had been there by himself day five. He wandered outside to get some water. He also needed a shave. His fever had reduced, and he could now actually move without that horrible flu muscle feeling. Outside he heard... Andrew! Coming from the ridge. Andrew couldn't identify the voice. The ridge suitably morphed the sound. Yeah? Andrew called out. I'll just get my shoes. Okay, I'll meet you halfway. Andrew still couldn't recognise the voice. He ran inside, grabbed his shoes, and returned outside. Hey, Andrew. It was Kingston. Can I come inside? Sure. Uh, would you like some food? Yes, thanks. I need to talk to you. Oh, okay. Andrew ushered Kingston into Mawson's caravan. I have some friends you might like to meet. As I was wandering back, I walked past the phone and it just rang, and I thought, who's this? So I picked up the phone and it was my contact from the metropolis. They started moving, sweeping the east coast. It's all the TLA. They're part of the New World Order. Or Order of the New World, as you explain it in the book. Now what did he say? Your friend's score was 43. That meant that you were number 43 on their list of dangers. You know they were watching you last night. Upon arrival, Andrew found a few of the local jungle dwellers had heard of the evil TLA. Yet they didn't understand the TLA relationship. It was just a simple conspiracy. The logic explained everything. To them, when their social security didn't come, it was the evil TLA. When the police choppers came overhead, it was the evil TLA. When the locals heard noises in the bushes at night, it was those TLA agents that were coming up from the metropolis. Andrew was pretty sure Kingston had read parts of Field of Chaos. Andrew had sent him a string-bound version a few months earlier. Perhaps Andrew had created a cargo cult of acid out hippies who needed a folk leader and messiah. Yet their version of the conspiracy was not the pure conspiracy. They had added something called the New World Order, or as Kingston described it, Order of the New World. So concludes this excerpt of Field of Chaos, Chapter 4. Tom Barbele in San Jose, signing out.